Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. It is Friday, March 24th. People, calm down, but we have a sunny day here in Los Angeles. And I wish you could see it. Actually, if you go to my Instagram stories, you'll see me basically dancing in my backyard. I'm so excited to have some sun. It is literally going to be, uh, we're going to have days of sun. It's chilly. It's definitely not warm, but it's warm enough that you don't have to like wear a rain jacket and like you don't have to have your hair up and like the hat. LA has been so depressing. And honestly, I have to say, I used to not believe in seasonal affective disorder or whatever it's called. And I full on believe in it now because my mood has just been a little bit under the radar for the last couple months. And now I feel like a spring has sprung and I am ready to enjoy the weekend. What are you guys up to this weekend? I'll tell you what I'm up to. We have baseball games for the kids. We're going out on a couple date nights. We're going to be drinking some margaritas, I'm sure. Probably some wine. I always on Fridays, I always do a kickoff drink for the weekend on my stories, usually uh, a glass of wine around 5, 5.30. So join my Instagram. Follow me over at This Is Donna Bowling. The links will be below and uh, you'll be able to kind of join me along for the weekend. I also am giving away a Starbucks gift card on my feed on um, Instagram with a caption, this contest, a picture of Tom and Raquel yesterday at the Vanderpump Rules reunion. I will get into that in just a few minutes because it is so much to say about that. So much to say about that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to first break down the Vanderpump reunion leaks that we heard, and then I'm going to talk about uh, Heather McDonald and the updates since yesterday, since the the infamous Megan Weaver apology. By the way, thank you so much for subscribing and continuing to subscribe over on YouTube and, of course, subscribing to the podcast. My subscribers on YouTube have now – I've grown over 2,000 subscribers in – two days, two and a half days. It's amazing. And last night I had a little bit of a celebration with my young kids when I hit 2000 subscribers. It was really fun. What's fun about this, I have to say, is that I'm really enjoying doing it. It wouldn't be fun if I felt this is like heavy work or anything. I love this. I want to talk about this kind of stuff all day long with my friends. Might as well film it. I teach video coaching. I teach podcast uh, podcasting. I teach brand strategy. It's like, this is all just you know, practicing what I preach, which is creating the content and showing up every day and being consistent and so on and so forth. So, um, okay, guys, let's get started. So let's talk about Vanderpump Rules first. Yesterday was the infamous reunion. Well, they taped the reunion. They didn't air the reunion, of course. We have about two more months, I think, until that thing is going to air, which is going to kill all of us. But here's the interesting thing about it. Number one, we saw a lot of paparazzi pictures. The The cast was not allowed to have their phones the second they, you know, entered the studio. Um, so we didn't get any stories or anything from them directly. And I think that's good because they're trying to keep as much under wraps. But Andy was on his stories and he was sharing some, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, 
he was saying Ariana was wearing a revenge dress. We did see a couple of their dresses just like happened to be. I saw Raquel's dress, but I didn't see a lot of their looks um, other than like, you know, randomly. I'm sure more will come out. But this is, this is the part that is just, so there's this footage and I'm sure you've seen it. You'll see it on my feed over on Instagram, but you've seen it. If you're interested in this at all, you've seen it. We're TMZ Backgrid. It's the same company that basically Raquel called outside of Blush Nail Bar to give her little, and by the way, why am I calling her Raquel? She's Raquel Rachel. Like that's her official name here on my show on Daily Dose of Donna, but Raquel Rachel called, I think, called and summoned, you know, TMZ to give her this like off the cuff interview at Blush Nail Salon. Um, So random. She's just happening to be sitting out there in the middle of freaking Valley Village, which by the way is five minutes from my house. And I know that parking lot. And I know that like there's like a Shakey's across the street and there's a Subway and like an Armenian or Russian little restaurant and a B of A. Like she wouldn't just be sitting out there. That is not like a spot that you hang out. You don't just hang out outside. If you're waiting to get your nails done, let's be honest. We've all been there. You wait inside most likely or like even in your car, right? Happens to be this paparazzi. Oh, hi. Oh, yes. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let me tell you everything. It felt so produced, pushed, obviously set up. And I think that's just to kind of get a little bit of the heat off her for the reunion. So the footage that comes out yesterday are her and Tom Sandoval looking like goth kids, like brat packers, dressed head to toe in black. Sandoval's got his sunglasses on with his creepy douche mustache. Raquel Rachel's dressed head to toe in black. This was obviously not their reunion looks, or at least not her reunion look, because it seems like it was either during a break or before they started shooting. But they are upset. And, you know, the sound is on, but you can't really hear it because it's filmed from so far away. But you do hear him walking around like, like pacing and upset about editing. He keeps saying editing, you know, so clearly he's saying like, they're going to turn this around. They're going to make it look horrible. It's all about the editing. Well, look, anyone that looks bad on a reality show is going to go right to editing. Anyone that looks good is going to say, because I'm good, right? Um, This is just the way it works. I'm not surprised that he's blaming the editing. I have a feeling that, you know, being the fact that they say he's a narcissistic person, like that's what you do. You blame everyone but yourself. You never say like, I had bad behavior. You say, you know, it's them. It's because she didn't sleep with me enough, Ariana. It's because they didn't do this. It's because the restaurant, you know, it's always going to be someone else. So they have this conversation and you could just see like, you know, he's smoking cigarettes incessantly and drinking his Diet Coke. She is drinking water and smoking her, um, what's it called? Vape pen. Um, it was huge clouds of smoke. She's taking big drags of that thing. And I feel like I want to tell her, you know, that's bad for you, but you know how this works. It's like, Raquel Rachel is probably going to become Tom Sandoval in the sense like if he's a smoker, now she's a smoker. If he wears all black, now she wears all black. If he's into a certain kind of music, now she will be too. It started with the lightning necklaces and it's going to continue. And I know a lot of girls, by the way, that do this. I don't know if you guys do. I know a lot of girls that turn into their husbands or their boyfriends. Um, Not usually husbands. I feel like once you're married, the real you comes out. But like they turn into their boyfriends. So they're having this kind of like distraught conversation. There's a boom mic. There's a camera operator. And there's a producer. Um, Remember, my husband is a camera operator. So like that is... I know that they like to shoot footage of them like getting to the reunion and stuff, but this is going to be a whole other episode. Like 
the the background or the like behind the scenes of the reunion is going to be its own story because of this. And um, anyway, it just is crazy. He looks like a Johnny Depp wannabe. He looks so like he's playing a role. I mean, if you look at Tom Sandoval throughout the years, he really he like takes these it's almost like he steps into these characters of who he's going to be, you know, and now this is his vibe. And I'm dying to know who, you know, went to this, who's going to this Houston show or who, if he, cause I heard he was performing for free. Like, are people going to be still following Tom Sandoval and the extras? No one has gotten back to me about if shorts and Sandy's is busy. I want to know. I want to know is Tom, Tom off the rails. Like, how do I know? I should just drive over there is the truth, but I don't care enough. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to know, but I don't want to know enough. Anyway, the update that came out yesterday, or just right now on TMZ, literally 10 minutes ago, was that Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis were destroyed at the Vanderpump reunion. It almost became physical. It said they were dragged through the mud at the the reunion taping on Thursday, and we're told the show got so bad that Andy Cohen had to separate two other cast members to prevent an assault and battery. I want to know from you guys who you think it is. I'll tell you who I think it is. I'm guessing Lala. That just like feels appropriate. And maybe, um, maybe like Sheena. No, she can't. She wasn't there because she can't be in the same room as Raquel. Sarah says, oh my God, totally Lala. Who else? Who, it, they said it was someone you, you wouldn't expect. Would it be James? No, you would expect James. Like my guess is James and Lala. But maybe it's, um, maybe it was Katie, Katie Maloney. I don't know. What if it was Lisa Vanderpump? What if Lisa Vanderpump's like being held back? Schwartz. Ooh, Schwartz would be an unexpected one. But that does not track because I feel like Schwartz just could not be mad at Sandoval for anything. Um, yeah, a couple comments say Katie. I'm guessing Katie too. Ariana. It wasn't Ariana. They said it was not Ariana. It wasn't, um, yeah, they said it was not uh, – it says, as for Ariana, it's interesting. She was equally enraged with Tom and Raquel. Rachel, we're told she did not go over the top even though she cried at times. One source said the way she was speaking and what she was saying sounded like she's had some serious therapy. Yeah, I feel like Ariana's probably un- in such a – you almost have to like disassociate and like just kind of like be in a state of calm during these situations. Um, It says sources close to production tell TMZ the taping became explosive within two minutes. Two minutes. Like they didn't even have a chance. And and I've watched all these Real Housewives uh, and Vanderpump reunions over the years. And it gets really heated. And sometimes it does like almost get physical. But the beginning is like, how are you? Hey, Andy, what you wearing? Oh, you look good. They did not even wait. Like these people have been dying to pounce. I cannot wait either, Sarah. Okay, Um, It says it did not let up for five hours of shooting. Not one person sided with Tom and Raquel, Rachel. Quite the contrary. They were annihilated by everyone, including Lisa Vanderpump and Andy Cohen. Okay, so it said one source described it this way. It was like a nuclear bomb went off in the studio. It says the fight was not Tom, Raquel, or Ariana. We're told the instigator is not someone you'd guess. So maybe it was Schwartzy. I'm dying to know. Um, Andy asked Tom and Raquel how their affair started. They didn't give a time frame, but they said they hooked up, but didn't immediately dive into a relationship. There was some period of time before they were all in with each other. Yeah, that's usually how these things go. Um, The takeaway is that they are still together. 
Um, but most, most sources say it's like an egg timer and it's not going to last. I mean, listen, it should last because who else? Like at this point, they should just end up together. Don't you agree? Like, I almost feel like if Vanderpump, if Tom and Ariana do not end up together, I mean, Tom and Raquel Rachel, then what was the point of all of this? Um, but usually in those like affair stories that you hear, it feels a little bit like, um, you know, it does tend to happen that you end up with, you don't end up with the person that you've had the affair with. Because what happens, yes, Sarah says nobody else is going to ever want to date them. They are sickos, LOL. Yeah, I mean, it's one, an, an idiot of a girl would go be with Sandoval after this. And I'm sure guys would date Raquel, Rachel, because, you know, they don't care as much about things like that. Just saying, allegedly. <laughs> hey, guys, don't get mad at me. Okay, so Raquel, Rachel, I will say this, like, the way that these affairs work is a lot of times, and this is just from stories that I've heard, like from, you know, listening to Esther Perel over the years and just friends that have had affairs and whatever. Usually what happens is part of this experience, the excitement of it is the fact that they are skirting around, you know, they're hiding. It's not like a real deal thing. But the second it becomes out in the open and it doesn't have to be like this kind of hidden, you know, taboo thing that's usually when the excitement dies. Because think about it, like even just normal relationships, like healthy relationships, right? Even just you and your husbands or your wives or your girlfriends, boyfriends, like the excitement dies. It's just like a natural part of life after a certain amount of time. So it's going to die. The excitement's going to die. And then also it's not going to be taboo and like dangerous and they're going to be freaking hated. So either, so maybe they'll become the new Spencer and Heidi from the Hills. Remember that? Like the Spencer and Heidi and they, they were so hated. They ended up together. They're still together. So freaking happy. And also like building an amazing career for each other. And Spencer Pratt is the best on TikTok. So like who knows? Who knows what happens with Tom and Raquel? So that is the Vanderpump updates that I have. I'm sure more will come. Um, little things here and there. But it only lasted five hours, the reunion. Those Real Housewives of um, – the Real Housewives reunions usually last like 12 plus hours, if not more. I think probably this is all anyone could talk about and people got so heated they didn't know like how to continue. So who knows? I wonder if Tom and Aria, Tom and Ariana got their like their sit down where it was just the two of them. We were told that that was going to happen. We'll see. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for being here. I just want to say that this episode is sponsored by Fresh Starts Registry. Fresh Starts Registry is the only registry that you can actually, uh, you know, go to when you're trying to start a new beginning. So I want to just like shout them out. The founders, Olivia and Jenny are sisters and they are wonderful, wonderful women who have both had fresh starts. So if you're struggling through maybe a new divorce or a move or a transition of some sort, maybe you come out of the closet, maybe you break up with, you know, your boyfriend or you have to like, God knows what, Whatever it is, you can register and be on this registry and have people bring you things, buy you things, and celebrate you for this fresh start rather than only celebrating you when you get married or when you have a baby. It's a great company. Check it out at freshstartsregistry.com. Okay, now we're going to get back into the show and I want to talk about, I want to talk about Heather McDonald. I'm going to give you a little bit of an update on Heather McDonald and on 
um, Megan Weaver and the fallout from the second from the apology that happened yesterday on Jeff Lewis. And those of you that have been watching my stories and watching everything you know, um, yes, Melissa, I agree. That was a little comment back about Vanderpump that Ariana should have expected it. Well, listen, I will say this, and then I'm going to get back into this. You can always think that you know if you did cheat on the person, like if you met them through a cheating situation, you're going to get cheated on. But I know so many people that that has happened to, and it hasn't actually come out that way. I do not believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I actually have, I have multiple people in my life that I know that that's not the case. So who knows? Okay. Heather McDonald. So Heather McDonald received the apology from, um, that I talked about yesterday from Megan Weaver on Jeff Lewis live yesterday. Okay. Jeff Lewis tried to kind of like pacify the situation. He read Heather McDonald's text that was a response, which basically said, thank you for your apology. Not really ready for your apology though. And kind of dug back at Megan, um, almost rightfully so. Heather has been, you know, talking very openly. Megan only had that one moment to speak, but Heather went on um, Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal's YouTube show this morning that was released this morning, and she talked about it. Clearly, she and Kelly are good. There's no, you know, rifts there, but she talked about the fact that, like, there's probably not going to be a close friendship with her and Megan. It's probably not going to happen. Like, they are just not on the same page. She knows that she doesn't like her. Why would she want to continue or start or, or create a friendship with Megan if she knows that, you know, she doesn't like her? And I get that, you know, she feels like it's a little crazy that this girl, Megan, you know, that Megan was really, really friendly with her and gave her absolutely no indication she didn't like her until she blew up at her. And that sucks. Look, we've all been like blindsided by people's opinions of us. And the worst, it's one thing if you're like, I don't think she likes me. And then you guys get in like a drunk fight, like a Vanderpump Rules episode. Tom and Ariana, I mean, Tom and Raquel Rachel were not blindsided yesterday at the reunion. They knew what they were walking into. But it's another thing if you think that you have a great friendship with someone and you think all is good and then you walk in and sure enough, it's like, boom. So That is very confusing, and I understand why Heather is like, I'm just going to keep my distance. I wish her well. I find her talented. I find her beautiful, and I hope everything is good with her, but I can't be close with her, and I think that's smart. I think Heather is making a smart move there, um, and I'm sure it's going to blow over. Today, she released a Patreon episode where she basically said, I'm at that point now where I'm kind of laughing at it already. It's six days later. It's kind of funny. I can like kind of you know wrap my head around it. Everything is content. Um, it's introduced me to a lot of new people and it's made me feel really good and supported by my audience. Here's one thing that people are upset at her for, or from what I've seen is that she straight up said, I spoke about it on the Patreon before Jeff Lewis was getting into the studio on Monday because I wanted to get ahead of the story. And it sounds very conniving, but I will tell you this. I am, I am of the, you know, mindset where, she talks a little bit about how in the past with Chelsea Handler, she wasn't able to get ahead of the story and her name got, uh, you know, dragged through the mud. And I think she is in a position right now where she wanted to make sure that he didn't come in and share his side of the story, which would have been Megan and Stu's side. And she wasn't going to be able to kind of like, and once it's out there, it's out there. So she decided to you know, take control of the situation and put her side of the story out there. And people are upset at her for that. But I will tell you this, Megan did not deny one thing of Heather's story. She didn't. 
She said everything she said was true. I don't think she likes the way that Heather handled it, but like, sorry, you know? She said exactly what was on her mind. She felt a certain way and she uh, now has to deal with the ramifications. If you're going to make someone upset and hurt their feelings and they have a big public forum, they have every right in the book to talk about it. And sorry, like you kind of have to know what, you know, what you're dealing with. And you also have the opportunity to just keep your mouth quiet and not tell someone that they upset you. So on TikTok, we're hearing a lot of good for Heather. She deserves to get ahead of what happened for her. I'm glad Heather has taken the high road. Just joined. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Heather McDonald and Megan Weaver. Heather McDonald also shared a story about a high school party that she went to where basically all her friends were being so mean to her and not talking to her. And finally, she was like, what is going on? And one of the guys like yelled in her face we don't want you here. Like we're talking about you. You're not welcome here. Like something horrible. She said it was here in Toluca Lake, which is like five minutes from my house, 10 minutes from my house. I am sorry, but these kinds of experiences when you're bullied in high school and I was bullied in high school, my freshman year, stay with you for life. They don't go away. And so Heather McDonald is obviously very triggered by this kind of behavior. And she's very triggered by not being invited places. And she's very triggered by feeling people are talking about her behind her back. And she's very triggered of not being liked. And I get it. Guys, I have to say, I get it. Heather McDonald is unapologetic. She is who she is. She is polarizing. A lot of people like her and a lot of people don't like her. But that's who she is. And I kind of get it now. After like really diving deep this week, I get her side and I understand why she would be upset. And I'm sorry if Megan said that to me, and I think Megan knows this and can can agree, but if Megan said that to me, I would be like on the ver- I would be a mess. I, I don't know if I could function. Sorry. Sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. It's Jill Zarin. I don't know if I could f- function. I really don't. So I hope that Megan really understands how hurtful she was. I think she does. People are saying she only apologized because of the backlash. I don't know. I, I, I don't like the team Megan, team Heather thing. I think that, you know, you either relate really well to someone that feels you can be honest or maybe you don't like Heather so you relate to Megan or you cannot relate to being a mean person and you've also been bullied in the past and then you relate to Heather. And I think I relate more to Heather in this situation. I really do. And it's, it's, I can't imagine, but, but Heather's smart and she's got a freaking gang of juicy scoopers behind her. You guys are all here. I mean, so many of you, thank you. And she is going to be fine. She's going to be fine. And thank God for that, right? So thank you guys for joining me. So many new listeners, so many new subscribers this week over on YouTube and on the podcast. And like my life is changing because of you guys right in front of my face. And I appreciate you so much. Don't want to get emotional, but could. I could. That's how I feel. I appreciate you guys so much over here on TikTok, of course, live. Welcome. And then, of course, on YouTube and the podcast. Make sure to subscribe, follow, Hit the bell on my YouTubes because I go, I, I 
um, release one a day and you just want to make sure that you see them and also come on over to, um, Instagram and say hi in the DMs. Got a, got a lot of new, uh, messages in the DMs yesterday. I'm getting back to all of them slowly, slowly. So I appreciate you guys all. And I'll talk to you later. Happy Friday. Shabbat shalom. Talk to you later.